welcome to the Royals Rundown Podcast, the Kansas City Royals Podcast in association with Inside the Royals. I am Jake Melham and joining me for a quick little conversation tonight is going to be Yost Malone, the one and only. How are you doing tonight, man? What is up? Thank you for having me back on. I thought I was never going to come back on and I'm excited <laughs> for it. I'm happy. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? It's been a little bit of an up and down week in Royals stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna take a step back, but we're still gonna be talking about baseball. Um, you know, your your following and your uh I don't want to say niche because it's bigger than a niche, but like your one of your biggest interests is collecting, you know, things from game day, you know, the the lineups, the cards, the the baseballs, you know, what it seems like whatever you get your hands on, you'll take it. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I really got into, so there's a big thing of game use memorabilia. Mm -hmm. There's a huge market for it. A ton of people are really interested. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's a market and like a a hobby I just got into. And Mm -hmm. I was like, game use stuff, anything that can be used in a major league game, they'll consider game use. Um, Like for example, since it's Royals, you know, the Royals open up an authentic store, Mm-hmm. And um, most places, m- m- about almost all the stadiums have an authentic store okay. in some form or fashion where you can get the the game balls from either that night or the night before. Yeah, usually the balls sell out really quick mm-hmm. from that night's game, like really, really fast. Depending on who hit it, the prices can fluctuate. Or depending yeah. on who's pitching, the prices can fluctuate. I've seen... You know, game use balls go for 30 bucks all the way to 150. Oof. So it really just depends. Man. So you're telling me a foul ball from Salvi might uh, might fetch triple digits, huh? Yes, absolutely. Anything <laughs> Salvi touches, it's like gold. So if you get your hands on if you got your hands on a foul ball or anything close to that, it, it it's worth some money. All right, man. Look, I gotta. I got to ask, because I know it was something you were interested in acquiring, but how much do you think that Bobby Witt Jr. home run ball is worth right now as it sits? So I, you're asking how, how much do I think the Bobby Witt home yeah. run? So personally, if somebody would have kept it, it would have been worth <laughs> a lot. I don't, did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I did. That's... So, and we know, and we know, baseballs are ruined once they once they get submerged in water. I'm I'm right. Am I right in thinking that? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, if it goes into the fountain, so mm-hmm. I call it the hydration station. If it goes into yes. the fountain, yes, they have about two to three minutes to dig it out. Oh, because sometimes what happens is when the balls go in there, it takes around three or four minutes for it to sink. Okay. It's really. I'm sure that ball was a little bit soaked, but. It didn't ruin really anything. It was his first home run. It probably got authenticated as soon as one of the Royals officials took it. They got it authenticated. I got a ball that was wet one time. They fished them out. Literally, they just need to dry. The only thing is the the, uh, the threads get a little frayed, but I'm okay. sure it's, it's his first home run. Who cares? If he yeah. hit it in there, it would have it submerged anyway, so it wouldn't matter. Well, that's that's pretty cool. So, I mean, shoot, are we, are we talking four digits right now on that ball? First home run, number one overall prospect. I mean, there's really not a value you can put. Okay. I'm sure, people would have paid ten thousand plus for it. Yeah. I mean, at least that. I know Mike Trout's first home run probably would have went for a million dollars. 
I mean, his, yeah. his rookie card went for $3.4 million or four something like that. But right. I'm sure Bob U.S. Home Run would have went for a lot of money. Well, there we go. Well, you know what? I I'm curious to see how that ball looks. Uh, you know, today after getting dried out a little bit more, and it looked like him. And, did you see the clip of him and Bader talking when Bader was on third base? Looked like they I were chirping not. back and forth. I did not. I heard that he didn't realize it was his first home run. Bro, from what I heard from people, because I went down there that night to get some autographs. Okay. And um, I get MJ Melendez, so I was pretty happy on that. Oh one. wow! Yes, I got Melendez. I can show you right here. Oh, let me see I, this. I have my autograph book, but I, have, I got MJ Melendez. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool, man. So, usually what happens is when the player has the MLB debut, mm-hmm. most of the time, if y'all want to use this, please do. Use this hack. Um, they're going to meet with their family because their family's going to be there. Right. I met Ryan McBroom when he debuted. A lot of those players that get sent up, they're, they're going to be traveling. They have their luggage. They go straight from Omaha to the stadium. They don't, they don't go anywhere to stay. And so when they have their luggage, they come out of gate C, which is like the premium level. That's where all the, that's where all the players, like like the announcers, that's oh. where your club tickets are. Mm-hmm. And so you're going through gate C. That's where they usually leave, and their family's usually waiting on them. And so anybody that has an MLB debut in Kansas City, their family's going to be waiting on them. So you have a pretty high chance of seeing them after the game. All right. A really high chance. Like extremely, so I was like, they're gonna come out here. I know he's gonna come out. I was right, of course, but you know, <laughs> there's sometimes that they will go through the back tunnel at Royal Stadium, which is like it's like a blue fenced in park, and that's where the players park. But and I was like, his family's gonna be here. I saw them on TV. I'm like, they're not gonna go through the tunnel, they're gonna be waiting outside for him. And so I of course we were right. So and it was a whole yeah. bunch of us walking over and they're like, let's get him Jim Melendez. And so I think he, I think if he stays up here, he's going to hit his first home run probably before Whit Junior does. Oh my gosh! Well, you know what? It's it, it did take Whit a little while to to hit his first home run, so it, anything will be better than that. But I mean, how how big was that crowd trying to get MJ's you know picture and autograph or anything with MJ? Honestly, it wasn't too terrible. It's probably about oh. twenty of us. Okay, um, it really wasn't bad. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as bad as you think. The same cast of characters always comes in for autographs <laughs> yeah and so you start getting to know the same people some people do consignments for autographs i don't sell my autographs i give them away i don't believe in selling them i you know i i'm think if i'm blessed enough to go there it's more about the chase and figuring out which player is going to go where and then getting them to sign for you i get i give a lot of my autographs away i still have a pretty decent collection but if say i get salvi again or say i get mj melinda's again I'll give them away. I always have them sign two pictures. So mm-hmm. for having me on, and if you want to do a giveaway, I have two of this Brad Keller picture that I can oh give away. Oh, my gosh. I have two of those. Oh, my word. Me well, I mean, hey, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> so I we can work on a contest later. But, yeah, I, I'll, I, have two, I have two copies. He signed two of them for me. And so I oh want to give one of those away. Well, heck yeah! Well, th- thank you, thank you. That that's very. Uh, I mean, that's that's very generous of you, man. I I really do appreciate it. Oh, it's no no problem, man. It's fun. It's just the chase. Yeah, you know, it's just the chase of it. But yeah. Um. Anyways, before I I keep rambling on, first <laughs> debut, family's usually out there. If anybody comes up, they they're gonna have their luggage. They don't know really where to come out, so you can usually catch them. I caught John Heasley when he debuted. Um. I think that's the only other one, Heasley and then Melendez. Okay. 
Very nice. But no, good. I mean, going back to what you were rambling about, man, the chase, I, I completely understand that because um, back back a few years ago, um, before before Ventura passed away, unfortunately, I was collecting his stuff left and right. Um, and there was a Panini does like a nameplate line. It's where they'll take individual letters and chop it up. And they did it one year for him. And I have three of the seven from that year. I've still been trying to track down the other four. They're up, they're out there somewhere, but I completely understand that chase. But nah, man, it's a year. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to step away. This is, this is a little unprofessional, but I, uh, You know, I got two of these. They're these, uh, I mean, it's a little dusty, but it's a big old wow, large Ventura one, and it's blank on the back. Um, so for some reason, I always wanted to get like Salvi's signature on the back because I think right now that was probably uh, Ventura's only teammate left on the on the team. Can you think of anyone else from that world championship team? Nope. Maybe that's <laughs> not me, but not yeah. me. Very, very loosely it's affiliated. But anyways, I'm I'm getting completely off track now and I'm the dang host of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mine no, be the only one I would think that was close enough. Like, yeah, roughly, uh, roughly. It was a rough. Very, but no, not, not, not at all. OK, but um, no. So the, the reason why I want to sit down and talk to you today is because on Mother's Day, uh, my wife and I are going to the Royals Orioles game in Camden Yards. And first, I just want to get this out of the way. Camden Yards is one of my favorite ballparks in, in America. You know, I've only been to a couple of handfuls of them, but I think Camden is, is gorgeous. Um, you know, when the Orioles were competitive, that place would get absolutely packed. Um, I think that is a very historic place. Um, and you're over here in all your Orioles gear. I mean, you've been to Camden before, haven't you? I have. So I went to Camden the night before I threw out a first pitch for the, for the Southern Maryland blue crabs. Okay. Um, my friend, Joey and I, he's, he's called, he's my intern. It's, it's a whole thing for a whole what? other, it's a whole thing for another day. Um, I just passed 1900 on YouTube. And so congratulations, uh, I did a couple of videos at Kaufman. And so he was the one we met in Maryland. He's actually from Maryland. So we met there and we're like, Hey, let's go to Camden. And so I went to the game and, you know, Camden, it's, it's what you see on TV. It's just a beautiful place. Uh, we came in from the outfield. I don't know what gate it's at, but we, yeah. we came in from there. And then uh, right, right on Utah State. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I saw the warehouse and I was like, this is crazy. Like walking in, I'm like, I've seen this place on TV a thousand times. And now <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's just a beautiful place that, you know, the way this, it looks like an older ballpark and, I mean, you're like, this is just very nostalgic. And so I, I was so happy I could be there. That it is, that it is. And, you know, I was back, I forget what year it was. It had to have been 2016. Uh, me and a buddy, we were both from Manhattan. Uh, so we, you know, we had to go for the whole series while we were there. And that was, I think that was the time that Ventura got into that fight out oh. there. So that was certainly a memorable that something major happened. It might've been the fight. It might've been something else I was thinking of, but, um, but anyways, so I'm going out there on Sunday, man. And Hey, you're the aficionado on, uh, on getting everything game day. So, <laughs> so got any, you got any tips for me? So the, here's one big issue. 
Camden Yards for ball hawks is good. People want to collect. It's good. But the problem is they're only open 60 minutes before the game. You can't really do too much 60 minutes in. It just does not work. Okay. You need 90 minutes, two hours, 60 minutes before you're getting in. Say you didn't eat. You need to get something to eat. You need to get something to drink. Find your seats. Next thing you know, it's 30 minutes before the game and no players are out there. Right. And so you're going to be like, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. So one thing I saw is the Orioles are really, really generous with baseballs. So right when – before they do all the ceremonial, you know, Star Spangled Banner, the Orioles play a game to where they can roll a baseball to the home plate, and whoever gets the closest home plate wins or something. It, it play is silly. Okay. And so, um, what happens is after they do that, they throw a whole bunch of baseballs into the stands. Cool. Which is interesting. Now, if you're going to wear royal stuff, what I would suggest is the home bull, the the visiting bullpens closer to the crowd. So you got your visiting and home bullpens close to to the field. So I mean, if you wear your royal stuff, look up the name of the bullpen catcher. Look up the name of the bullpen coach. You know, when you say, "Hey, you know, so and so, could I get a baseball after done warming up?" I don't know who's going to be pitching Sunday, but yeah, we have a really good shot of getting a ball because, like, um, when I went Sunday, Daniel Lynch was warming up. And it was literally, I could have got the ball so easily. Nobody was over there. Wow. He was looking to throw the ball up and nobody was there. Like nobody. I was like, oh my gosh. I walked over. I don't know what we were doing. We we like walked over somewhere. I had a friend come in for his birthday. And I was like, we could have easily got that ball. I mean, literally nobody was standing by Daniel Lynch. He like found somebody to throw it to. So if you have Royals gear on and you know who's pitching, Right as soon as before the game starts, they're going to be warming up. Of course, the visiting pitch is going to be warming up. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, you know, I don't know who's pitching, Daniel, whoever. You, yeah. might, you know, right, right here. More times than not, if you have Royal stuff on, they'll throw it to you. Or, you okay. know, you have your whole throw it to you. It just makes it easy because, nope, how many Royal fans are really going to be coming to Camden Yards? <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> we have I a really good shot. Really good shot. So, I All mean right. – 60 minutes. I mean, it's going to be like, it has, it's a quick, it's quick. So right after most likely it'll be right after the uh, national anthem and right when they do the starting lineup, that's okay. going to be your window to get the ball. If you okay. want to get a ball, you want to get a ball. I mean, you're going you're to have a really good chance of getting that warm up ball. Just know who the pitcher is and just standing right where they're warming up. As soon as they give the, they'll, they'll do this or they'll do this. Mm-hmm. Just look for that it's going to be right there and just say, Hey, would you mind tossing that one up? Or Hey, so-and-so, you know, learn their name. We all have the MLB app on our phone. Yep. Look up their name. Their numbers are right there. I'll look up the names of, Hey, Mr. So-and-so, or Hey, I say the first names just because I act like I know them and say, Hey, yeah. so-and-so, you know, would you mind tossing that up? Either they're going to toss up or they're not. What's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. Um, that's going to be your first thing. If you want to get a ball pregame. Okay. Um, during the game, Foul territory, look, if they're going to be more righties than lefties. I didn't see a ton of foul balls go out at Camden Yards when I was there. No, uh, I don't recall. It's been a while. It. I When I was there last, I didn't see a whole bunch. I mean, okay. I sat, I mean, I sat right behind home plate. They were cheap. I mean, those things were 80 bucks. Yeah. I mean, like dirt. I was like, this is it? 
like Kaufman are like 200. They don't really have much. It's cheap. And so, I mean, we sat right there and I didn't see a ton of foul balls. So, and then you're going to see the whole different thing this year is they moved the wall back. That's right. I forgot about that. That's less home runs. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, they average, they said it's about 50 less home runs a year because of the pushback of the wall. Man, that much? Yes. Jeez. That that wall, then moving it back, however, I think it was 30 feet or something like that, there's there's going to be way less home runs. Oh, my so, gosh. So, you know, that's kind of not the park to get home runs. Now, unless you have a power lefty and go into the flat court, that'd right. be the only other way. I mean, it's really not a lot. Besides Ben Attendee, Mullins would be the only other one I would say is worth going out there. I have a feeling whoever's pitching Sunday, the ball might fly. So, I mean, if you want to play, <laughs> play for a home run, I would say go to the flat court. But, okay, you know, that's kind of one of those things during the game. Okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to go for foul balls or do I want to go for home runs? That's kind of the next thing. And, you know, you got your wife with you, having family with you, you know, traveling and being the person <laughs> you want to go. It, it just makes it a little bit more difficult, which, you know, it's kind of the thing. That everybody knows if I'm going to a game, I'm in I'm in game mode. I'm like, hey, okay. I'm, I'm in game mode. So you already know what's going on. Um, Michael A. Taylor always throws up the warm up ball hmm. a lot of the time. That's nice of him. He does. He throws it up. He 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 really he's really 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 um, generous generous. Yeah. generous. I've I've gotten three or four from him. So I mean, I got one from him. Just just got it. So it just makes it easy. I have a also have a. My my glove that's multicolored, so you can definitely see it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I remember you showing that to us last time, man. That that thing would stand out like a sore thumb, wouldn't it? It does. It does. I mean, it, it it's very multicolored. I I got it for that reason, so players can see it. Maybe okay. it, it, it's it's definitely helped. You know, I, I didn't so. even have a hat on, and I still got balls thrown to me, so you can definitely see it in the crowd. There you go. But Michael A. Taylor is definitely another one you can get a warm up ball from. I don't know much about the Orioles. I don't know if they throw them in, but I would say most of the time players will kind of have their spots. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wearing Royals gear, you're going to have a pretty good shot of getting one from Michael Taylor. Just go right up to where kind of the bullpen is yeah. that that little, so he could see you and, you know, kind of wave your arms. As soon. You got to go down right when they're warming up, you know, they're going to throw three him and Ben and throw a couple of times. You just mm-hmm. sit right there, and you have, a, you have a pretty good shot against anyone. Okay. Well, thanks for the insights, man. I, I do appreciate it. Now, I, I got to ask, how did you finagle that lineup card? Because that's coming what, straight from the dugout, man. What? So the big one or the umpire one? Well, but uh, Okay. Mm, big one. Let's say big one. Okay. So, yeah, there are two different sizes, 11 by 14, and then uh, I think it's a 6 by 6 or 5 by 7 or something like that. Um. So. I got even even much more of a crazier story. So Ooh, one video I did was when the Twins came in town. Mm-hmm. Twins versus Royals was a day game. It was school day at the camp. I was like, oh, great. But a lot of those kids left. You know, we're just chilling. Zach Hample was there. So it was in the video he was he did with me. We both did videos that day. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to the big card in a second. So yeah. I went to the umpire. It was... Um, who was it? I think it was Doug Eddings. He gave me his lineup card. Say, hey, Doug. So what I do is I look up the umpires and say, hey, you know, whoever umpire crew, I know which umpire crew is not to mess with anymore. But (laughs) 
you know, because here's the thing. If you ever have you ever looked up MLB umpire traveling? No. I would say if you want to go on a deep dive of baseball, uh-huh. do it. It okay. is very interesting because they're on for six months. They have to take a week vacation during the season. It's in their contract. Okay. And so they always take a week vacation. They may see a team two times because mm-hmm. they don't want to be too much with one team. And so their travel is crazy. I mean, it's it's obscene how much they travel because they mm-hmm. leave. As soon as they're done with the team, they leave. As soon as they're done with the team, they leave. As soon as they're done, and then they have to take a week vacation no matter what. Jeez. And so look up MLB umpire traveling. You're going to be like, this is insane. But anyways, I digress. So I got the card from Doug Eddings. Mm-hmm. I walked over to the Twins bullpen, and their big lineup card was still up there. I would have had it if the Royals employee would have gave it to me. So I would have had two, I would have had both of them the same day. Oh, that would have been cool. I would have broke the trifecta. Nobody's ever done that before. Gotten both of the same day. I was right there. I mean, I was literally right there. They forgot it. And so the the guy that the guy felt he didn't want to get in trouble. He almost gave it to me. I was just this close. But oh, I was close. Oh, I was close. Anyways, the, the way I got the big card was I looked up the bullpen coach's name. Mm-hmm. And I it was from the twins. I said, hey, no, it's from the uh the guardians. I said, Hey, Mr. Sweeney, any chance for the lineup card? Because they threw them away. And so yeah. they literally threw them. I was like, he was like, sure, no problem. How am I gonna give it to you? So I ran over, I said, you just hand it to me from here. And so that's how I got it. Nobody wow. asked for it. Here's the thing: nobody asked for stuff, nobody asked for lineup cards. They don't. All the team, like the visiting team, nobody asked for them at all. Well, shoot. There's only four made. And the, for that game, there's only four made. So really, yeah. So who gets you got all the four? The two bullpens and then the both dugouts. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. There's only four made. That's it. Man. And depending on the team, they may sell them. So the Royals sell sell theirs. Okay. Certain teams don't. Certain teams just don't care. They throw them away. Well, shoot! I'll have to check that out. So you know, find you know your bullpen catcher, your bullpen coach. You have really good access there. Say, hey, is there any chance I can get that lineup card? You know, you want to ask around once the game is getting close to being over, like, you know, ninth inning, one out, mm-hmm. and you know, they have somebody warming up, really just like, hey, is there any chance I can get the lineup card? Okay. 90, if they hear you, 98%, I'm sure they're going to hear you at Camden Yards. Yeah. You know, I doubt there's going to be very many people. I'm positive you can probably get it. Or umpires is very tricky. I mean, Sometimes they don't hand stuff out. Sometimes they do. Sometimes I got a ball from C.B. Buckner, which I was very surprised. He hmm. denied me for an autograph one time. Wow. Yeah, he denied me for usually I get umpire autographs, and he denied me hard. And then I went up to him. I went up to him this last series against New York. I said, "Hey, is there any chance I can get the baseball?" He said, "Not a chance." And then he's like, "How am I gonna give it to you?" So I put my hand down. And he gave it to me, but no, it's just, it's just hilarious. But most of the time, for people like us who collect, we either go for umpire balls. Lineup cards is kind of like it's like a trifecta thing. Like you want to get a home run ball first, get a home uh, run ball that's winning. But being a lineup card, that that's something to say. If I would have got both, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that would have been that just would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta, and you know, I don't, I don't want to keep you too long tonight. But oh, no, 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 I got time. All right, all right. But I am I am curious. We talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but for new listeners, could you reiterate why why is this a, a passion of yours? So, you know, there's many things we could all do. 
I've always loved baseball. You know, once I caught my first ball and I'm like, huh, I can catch a baseball. I can, you know, I, I got hands to catch one. I got hands to, you know, to call a player out and see him throw it at me. And, you know, I was like, oh, I can do this. And once I started doing more and more, it just got fun. And then you start meeting people. It's a community. And, you know, it's just something to do at the park. And, you know, I just love going to games. But, you know, having that extra thing of like, oh, man, let me try to catch a foul ball today or let me try to catch a home run or let me see if I can do this. It's just it's just fun. A lot of people don't do it. But then, you know, when I do it, people are like, oh, yeah, I see you at the game all the time doing X, Y, and Z. It's just a fun hobby. Okay. Yeah, it does sound like a pretty strong community there, huh? Yeah, very yeah, very strong. And, you know, we compete against each other, but all, all in all, as long as we're all having fun, like um, Texas, L.A., sorry, sorry, the Astros, Rangers, Ast- Astros, Rangers, and Angels all have commemorative baseballs. And so that's kind of what we chase. We chase commemoratives around. And so the Royals had the 50th anniversary one, and people come here just for that. Oh, wow. Hmm. So the Orioles didn't have one for the 30th year. I got a 25th Orioles ball. And okay. so just got it. My friend got it from which I was like, oh man, thank you. So I mean, that's kind of the thing we like collect. And if you get something and you have extra, you'll you'll send it to other people because like, hey, do you do you want this one? I'll trade you for this ball. And so that's just kind of how it works. It's kind of like an exchange. Okay. That it actually sounds more like so what one reason why I got out of baseball card collecting was um you know, just the prices were going up through the roof. It seemed more coming a, a business than an actual hobby. And, you know, I, I understand fo- folks got to make money, but it was a it was a little frustrating. But it sounds like this um, actually collecting game memorabilia. And it, it does sound like a pretty tight knit community, man. So good good on you for for not only being a part of the, the community, but for Kansas City Royals, in my mind, you're you're a leading member of said community. So, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because. You know, my Twitter presence, TikTok presence, everybody knows I love baseball. And mm-hmm. so if people come in to town, they're in the community, they let me know and say, or they'll say, hey, so-and-so's coming into town because you show them the roads. Or, hey, so where, where's a good spot to go? Like, okay. people will ask me, like, hey, where's a good spot to get a ball? Or where's a good spot to do this? And I don't mind giving up the information. You know, I'm not there. And even if I was, I'll still beat you, you know? So it just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it's a, it's a competition too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so okay, got it. Got to get back to the Royals a little bit. Um did, did you watch both this week's games? Um yes, I did. Yes. And it was atrocious. Their offense is atrocious. Okay, one night, you know. Yeah. They scored, you know, it was a it was 7 7 0 something like that, 6 0 something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a fluke, but anyways. <laughs> I mean, how how are you feeling about that 7-0 win though? I mean, it felt Man. good. Yeah, but they, and then they get shut out the next day. It's like no. we don't have consistency. The Royals can be good. They can. They can be at least competitive. They can. But then offense is there, and the pitching's not, or the pitching's there, and they can only get two hits. It's yeah. not consistent, and I really can't blame Matheny for that. I think it's the players. Salvi's what one for those last twenty or something like that. I right. mean. It, doesn't make sense. I'm like, what is going on? So find a hitting coach is not going to do it. I just wits hitting the bad luck. Merrifield, what Merrifield's not. Yeah. I mean, him being a one fit, that's never happened in his career. Like mm-hmm. ever. He's usually one of the top hit leaders and usually batting first. And now he's batting fifth. Yep. So I don't know what's going on. 
Well, when you uh, when you figure it out, can you go ahead and go tell them? <laughs> I would love to. Make make sure you tag them on social media and stuff like that, so they so they see it real good. Yeah, no, man, it's just you know it it is a, all a part of early season baseball in my mind. The the dog days of summer will will soon be upon us, and you know it'll be July, and the K will be you know we'll have folks camped out at the K for months at a time. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I still. I've kind of gotten over the initial like disappointment, I guess. I'm reverting into my late 2000s Royals fan mode. Like <laughs> if if you don't have your hopes high, you can't be disappointed, right? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> um one thing I left out, so if you want say if you you like, you know what? Let me go for an umpire ball. Say it's just nobody around. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a tunnel. So you want to go kind of behind home plate. There's just like a tunnel right like a random tunnel right behind home plate. That's where the umpires come in and out. Oh, so okay, cool. Really good shot. You just kind of stand on the side of the tunnel. And if you want it, most of the time, they'll either give a ball, they'll give something. Depends on who the umpiring crew is. But I would say go for the big lineup card because I'm sure nobody's going to really ask for that one. Okay. So, hey, when you when you were asking about that to the guy in, who was a little too nervous to give it up, did you ask him at the end of the – like after the game, before the game, during the game? On? on the So on the big dugout lineup card. Oh, so what? Oh, it was a Royals employee. He oh. he just felt like he couldn't do it. He didn't want to get in trouble. Gotcha. That's why I didn't get it. If it was from a Twins player, I would have got it. Or Twins, I would have had it. But I was getting the umpire one, and then I darted down there. It was just a Royals employee. Okay. And so was that before or after the game is what I was after asking? The after the game. After okay. the game. Yep. Right after, you know, everybody's going in, and they just forgot the card out there, and I just it was so close. <laughs> I, I feel like that that's the one that got away for you a little bit yes it is I, I would have to trifecta that day i'm working on it i'm working it's gonna happen again it's well, gonna happen. Uh, well thankfully you got about 140 more games to go <laughs> it is definitely gonna happen i got a lot more times it's gonna happen so um i know somebody for that that that's on the twins and so oh cool uh, yeah oh yeah pretty cool pretty cool dude so very nice uh, oh i got a quick story for you about the okay let's hear it um, did you ever know I got followed by a Royals player? No, who followed you? I'm not gonna give his name out, Ooh, but okay. he's, a, he's a lefty. All right. Um, he's white, which definitely helps. And he has a kind of an Irish last name. Okay. And so he followed me. Cool. We were, we were like he followed me. I got the receipts to prove it. Hell yeah. Out of nowhere, he unfollowed me. Oh, you say what I didn't do anything. Yost, what so, did you do to make I, a madman? I don't know. I was like, "Hey, congratulations on this," and I was being nice to him, and everybody was hating on the dude. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not bad, very good, but everybody was hating on him, and he unfollowed me on Twitter. I really wanted to send him a lot of hate, but I'm not like that. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're not quite that petty. I'm not because I even got the man's address. I sent him like a uh, a pennant for a favorite football team. Hmm. And you know, I was being that, that. I was like, "Cool, I'm about to know." Unfollow me out of nowhere. Well, we'll. Uh, if- I hope he hears this, and I hope he knows who he is. I hope he hears <laughs> well, he he knows who he is, so he can uh, he can feel guilty after yes, listening to this. Because I'm like the one. I was I was team. I was team whatever with him. I was like, "Hey, man, he's gonna kill it this year." You can see all my tweets. If you saw my Twitter, you know exactly who it is. I was sending him like, hey, man, you're going to do good. You're going to hit 30 home runs. You're going to kill it. He got a little raise. I was like, oh, cool. You're about to do your thing. 
unfollowed me for no reason. Well, if folks want to go and do the do digging for these receipts, uh, where can they follow you on Twitter at? At Yost Malone. You, you'll right. see me on there. And yes, yes he, duh. That's like the one I'm like super mad about. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was team, I was on his side. And so now I don't really care what happens now. Well, damn. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Burned you that bad, huh? Yeah, I'm like, dude. But yeah, anyways. Hey, you I know what? It's, story. It's, it, it's all in the past. But no, man, I'm I'm glad that you're, that you're part of the community. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for being generous with the insights. And I hope anyone listening uh, is going to, take away something good from this i know i'm going to take all this with me on sunday and i will let you know how well it goes how's that you're sound? gonna do well man you're gonna be like wow i got a ball i got this i got that and you're about to yes, kill it man. i'm telling you um i'll tell you who the scott barlow is an extremely nice guy okay like probably one of the nicest people so i mean anything scott barlow if you can get his attention you know he he, he will i think he'll throw a ball to you um taylor clark's nice dylan coleman um, Amir Garrett's very touchy. He, okay. He's a little, you know, um, but yeah, if like Scott Barlow's extremely nice guy, I'll, I'll talk high of him all the time. There you go. There you go. I, I, Scott I, Barlow autographs too. I can give away. Like oh, really? you had a whole book, man. Look at that. Oh, and those all white jerseys. I forgot about those dude. And I know we're running out of time. Yeah. I got, Holy smokes, man. You got a whole book of them. Oh, dude. I I I'm working on the collection. Like all right. But yeah, we can we we can talk off air about the Brad Keller one because I'd love to give that one away. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that more off air. But yeah, please, everyone go go follow Yost on Twitter at Yost Malone. Um your your TikTok and your YouTube are linked in your Twitter bio, yeah, right? All my link tree. Okay, sounds like a plan. Yeah, Yost has a great, great following on TikTok and YouTube. I'm always putting out great content there, so please go, go check it out. If you're just a, even if you're just a baseball fan in general, it's it's a good change. I I call it change of pace. Like it's not just analysis. It's you know you're just going out to the ballpark and having a good time, man. Absolutely. So, but oh, thank you. Last oh, go ahead. thing, try Boog's Barbecue. Boog's Barbecue. Boog's Barbecue. That that's a good barbecue place in Camden Yards. You want to try that? Okay, I don't think I've been there before, so I'll uh, I'll make sure to go get a bite to eat out there. <laughs> <laughs> you should go ahead and try it. All right, sounds like a plan to me, Yost. Well, hey, thanks again for coming on. Um, we, we really do appreciate the insight, and you know, hope to have you you on again with Lucas here in the near future. All right. Oh, absolutely! I'm excited for this seat surprise episode. Heck yeah, heck yeah! We'll uh, we'll, we'll be dropping that soon. Don't you worry about it. All right. All right. All right, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on again. Follow me on the socials. You know how it goes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as for the Royals Rundown podcast, please leave us a like, subscription, review, comment, however it works on your respective platform. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Royal Rundown Pod. Again, this is Jake Milham. You can follow me on Twitter at JMilTheham. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, go. Go.